When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I always think of the movie Fifty First Dates with Adam Sandler when I hear this song. You too, right, Macedonia? Bill, you're shaking your head. We all know that Bill O'Reilly loves the Beach Boys. He wants the best. He still is the best. He'll always be the best. Whether it's 9 p.m. weeknights right here on WABC or his own website, BillOReilly.com. Great interviews, great TV show, great columns. Last year toured the country with President Donald Trump. Has the Killing Series Killing the Witches is uh, going to be the new book. Killing the Legends is still doing very, very well. And, of course, everybody knows the biggest ratings I get all week long is this time every Thursday with the great Bill O'Reilly. Good morning, Bill. How are you, buddy? I can't sing that Beach Boys song anymore. Wouldn't it be nice if we were older? <laughs> no. 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 Uh, I- they also used that mo- uh, song in the movie Shampoo. Remember that? Oh, I, I... Beatty riding around with the little uh, hair yes. dryer on his motorcycle. Wasn't that actually uh, a Broadway show they made into a movie? Yes? I don't know about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was Goldie Hawn and Julie Christie and Warren yes. out in L.A. I do remember seeing that when I was like six years old. Oh, yes. It was a big deal. No <laughs> doubt. No doubt. Uh, so there's a whole bunch of stuff we can get to today. You know, I'm always fascinated by some of these presidential candidates. For example, uh, who jumps in this week? Nikki Haley, okay? And a smart girl, no doubt about it, on the right side of things, did a very good job as governor in South Carolina. And maybe I'm wrong here, that's why you're here, but she has no chance. Like Donald Trump st- said yesterday, off to a great start at 1%. But somebody said to me, but Sid, you got to understand, above and beyond losing the race, there's money to be made here. There are other things that these people enjoy, even though they really have no chance of winning the race. Is that true? Yes, absolutely. I mean, so a woman like Nikki Haley, who you accurately pointed out is accomplished, um, is not well known across the country. Maybe the name in Republican circles, but they don't really know who she is or what she's done or any of that. She can't raise enough money to uh, put herself in the forefront of the country. She can't buy television spots. She can't do any of that. What you can do is uh, get her name out there, particularly if there are debates coming up, and there should be um, next fall, and go for next time or maybe a VP nod if DeSantis were to get the nomination. Trump would never put her on a second. Um, So in addition, she just uh, had a book out. It did not do well. Did not do well, didn't sell much at all. So she's trying to commercialize herself a bit. And, you know, she'll be around, um, but she doesn't have much of a chance. No chance. So on the other side, we're trying to figure out who can run as a Democrat. I mean, Biden is just, it's not going to happen. Whether he runs or not, he can't win. So Pete Buttigieg is a name we keep hearing, even though he was a failed mayor in South Bend. 
And really, you talk about a bad week, Bill, between the hearings yesterday about all the flight issues back on Christmas, what's going on in East Palestine, Ohio, where fish are dying, and people are worried about uh, toxins in the air after the train derailment. And all this guy done is send out two tweets. I mean, what a brutal week for Pete Buttigieg, no? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've said from the beginning, I don't know if he was a failed mayor in South Bend, Indiana. I'm, I don't know that. Do you have data on that? Well, yeah. I mean, I know that the police department, for example, had huge issues with him, the crime. Yeah, like him cause, but he's basically a liberal guy. I don't know if he screwed up South Bend. Maybe he did. Okay. Maybe as soon as he got elected, Notre Dame lost to Tulane. <laughs> I don't know. But I do know he's a disaster as a secretary of transportation. The guy is just, he's so disengaged from the airline meltdown. I mean, he doesn't, well, we're going to do so. What? What are you going to do? You haven't done a thing. You didn't find anybody. You didn't uh, demand that the airlines uh, change their scheduling if they don't have enough pilots to fly the planes. Um, you have done nothing. And then with East Palestine, I mean, this is Department of Transportation. Do you see him out there? No. No. Has he been there? No. I mean, put on a gas mask and go on there, Pete. In the meantime, he's running around and he wants uh, uh, maternity leave and, and he wants to tell people that highways are racist. I mean, this guy, I'm sitting there going, if he runs, that would be the biggest gift the Republican Party has ever received. <laughs> so if he doesn't and uh, Biden doesn't, what are we down to? I mean, Kamala and no. uh, Gavin Newsom, what are we down to? You're down to Newsom and maybe Amy Klobuchar, remember that name? Aye, aye, aye. Senator from Minnesota, runs as a moderate. Um, and then maybe a couple of governors might step in. Um, but it's a weak feel, which is why they still don't know what to do about Joe Biden. There's an article out this week, uh, Mark Penn a good pollster, Democrat, but honest guy. I've had him on a bunch of times. He says, there's absolutely no way that Biden can run, which is what I've been saying for a year, because he just can't campaign. He can't go out there, you know, physically he can't do it. Um, he, he wouldn't even do an interview with Fox Soul. Fox Soul? I didn't even, I worked for Fox 128. I didn't even know there was a Fox Soul. I mean, I sang a couple of top songs when I was there. Maybe that was Fox Soul. What's Fox Soul? I don't know. I, I, I mean, and he didn't even, he couldn't even pull that one off. So he can't campaign. He can't debate. He's, he's doing a terrible job. I mean, anybody who has any objectivity knows that. But the Democrats still haven't, you know, whispered in his ear like Feinstein, Diane Feinstein, the senator of California. Did you see that clip? No, I didn't. So her staff puts out that she retired, okay, that she's retiring from the Senate. Her staff puts it out. And then she goes, no, I'm not. <laughs> who, who said that? And her Oops. staff member goes, well, we, Senator, we put out that you're retiring. Goes, I didn't know. Oh, it's on God. tape. It's on tape. Oh, no. I didn't know I was retiring. I mean, okay. And she's uh, Biden's soulmate. Yep. I mean, they're, they're both, you know, into the sunset here. Um, so the Democrats don't have anybody right now. <laughs> um, they're desperately looking around. Newsom is further left than Biden. Right. 
But he has the money and the hair gel. Oh, he, he is handsome, and he was married to Kimberly Guilfoyle. He's got that going for him. Uh, I do want to talk about Biden when it comes to this Chinese balloon issue. Yes. I've been bringing on Gordon Chang like once a week, Bill. He, he's First of all, he's great. He knows all these issues, China, Russia, North Korea. He's great with that. But the reason why I bring him on is there's nobody more alarming than Gordon. He's like, we're all going to die. The Chinese are coming to get us. It's going to happen. The attacks on Taiwan and Japan are imminent. Eventually, it's going to be the United States. If we don't wake up soon and do something, we're all going to die. Now, of course, I'm exaggerating just a bit, but that is basically the tone of our conversations. Yeah, you know, I, and, and in the morning when people get up, that's what they want to hear, Sid. <laughs> well, you I'd know, say, I'd say, you better get your takeout Chinese now because, you know, the radiation is going to swell up your tongue. You're not going to be able to eat it. Right. So, and, and it's good, like 730, you know. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. That. Yeah, but no, but, but 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 is he right? Is he is he? Well, he, China's a threat. I mean, you know, the only winner in this balloon thing is the Fifth Dimension. <laughs> uh, their song, you know, "Wouldn't You Like to Ride My Beautiful Balloon," I love that an song. excellent tune. Yes. Marilyn McCoo, I loved her. Um, but sure, but Gordon Chang goes, "Well, we got to do something." Okay, Gordon. I mean, what do you want to do? Nuke them? I mean, you want to send more balloons over? Yeah. You know, Biden thought the balloon thing was Valentine's Day. He got a little package with balloons on it. It took him two days to talk him out of it. No, no, I always get balloons on Valentine's Day. Um, so, you know, when I hear these people, ah, I got to do something. Well, what exactly would that be? Um, so you really have to be nimble in this world. You have to say... Recognize the threat. I think every American recognizes the threat now. Maybe not Disney, but everybody else. And you have to play hardball when there is an issue. Um, you can't let the balloon float from Alaska to South Carolina. That wasn't good. Right. Okay. You got to send a message to the Chinese. If you, you know, keep it up, it's going to be bad for you. Donald Trump. Uh, it's been said, at least, these things happened when he was president, too. These balloons were everywhere. No one's been able to confirm that. Donald Trump's people deny that. So when you say, what could we do, Donald Trump would just say, well, here's what's great. If I was still president or if I went again in 2024, this wouldn't happen because whether it's Xi in China or Putin in Russia or little rocket man in North Korea, these people won't F with me. It may be that simple, Yes. Well, the best source on this is Pompeo, all right, the former Secretary of State, who I believe is an honest man. So he's got a book. Yeah, it's a good book. I had him on uh, the No Spin News, which I, I hope people check out because it's so far and away better than what you're watching on the network and cable news shows. I mean, Absolutely. so we had Pompeo on. And I basically said to Pompeo, um, any balloons are in your four-year tenure? Uh, he wasn't there four, but he was like two and a half. Under your ten no. And I believe that. I believe he's telling the truth. But there's always been surveillance. I mean, the Chinese, we surveil them. They surveil us. It's always been that way. But there weren't balloons floating across. Then I said to him, uh, Putin and Xi, did they fear Trump? And that's a key word now, fear. Because everybody knows nobody fears Joe Biden. Okay, except MSNBC because their ratings are going down. <laughs> They're the only people on CNN morning program, only people who fear Joe Biden. And he said, yes, they knew he was unpredictable. 
that Trump was unpredictable, that he wasn't going to go through the chain of command necessarily if we did something heinous. And I, then I said to him, was there any threat from Putin to Ukraine, any buildup, any intel? Because remember, Pompeo was former CIA chief. Anything that he was going to go in militarily, he said no. How about that? So yep. I believe all of that myself. I could be wrong. But I believe that when you got a president who, and I know this to be true, was this far away from blowing up every plane Iran had. <laughs> he was going to obliterate their entire air force, which he could have done. All right? This far away from designating the Mexican drug cartels terrorists and droning them and special forces them. When you got a guy like that, the equation is much different than when you have a person like Biden who is very hesitant to even make a decision on anything. Yep. And you can imagine one more thing. If Pete Buttigieg was president, so Buttigieg would say, hey, can we put off World War III for three weeks? I got more maternity leave. <laughs> He did take quite a bit of time off, like six months. 60 seconds to go. I'm sure you saw this. I've covered it twice already today. Chris Cuomo's comments on Anthony Scaramucci's podcast. I bring it up because you do go on Chris's show. And for what it's worth, like my show here, when you're on Chris's show, that, that network, I guess, which gets very little ratings, you do get ratings for Cuomo when you're on. He said, when CNN fired me, I wanted to kill everybody, including myself. Hyperbole? Did he mean that? Have you, have you seen a different Chris Cuomo over the last couple um, of weeks? When I go on Cuomo on Wednesday nights on News Nation, they, they add audience, significant audience, um, because my people go over to watch. Whenever you are in a trauma, and this goes for Chris Cuomo or anybody else listening today, depression sets in. I mean, it's, it, you just can't avoid it. The world looks black, dark, hopeless. So I think what he was feeling and that what he related to Scaramucci was true, but I don't think he was anywhere near taking any action. That's just what he was feeling emotionally. Well, he did threaten to uh, strangle me. I, I sent you the... Uh... Yeah, he th but, but Sid, he's got to get in line for that, man. <laughs> I mean, he's like 80 guys. <laughs> so I wasn't upset. I, I said the yeah, same thing. Big by the time Cuomo gets to you, the, there'll just be a toe left. <laughs> Ah, uh, you are funny. As always, a great, great appearance. What's up with uh, Killing the Witches? When is that Killing coming out? Killing the Witches, we're zeroing in on the, we should finish it in April, and then we'll polish and package. It'll be out September 26th. Very, very different book. It's, you know, it's about the witches, yeah, but a lot more. Didn't your book last year, and I remember this because my wife Danielle's birthday, September 27th, can the legends come out the 26th also? Yeah, pretty much. They like that date, but which is, you know, they want to run up Halloween. Right, and right. And then they want to segue into Christmas, which is, you know, the cool. marketing plan. Awesome. Hey, Bill, as always, excellent, excellent appearance. I love you to death. Have a great week. We'll do it again next Thursday. Thank you so much. All right, Sid. Stay well. You too, my man. Bill O'Reilly right here on Sid and Friends in the Morning.